would have asked me to prom, I would have said yes. My palms would have gotten sweaty in his as we swayed on the gym floor, and I would have wondered, what is this feeling? And when he kissed me, I would have known. And in our mutual, not that special way, we would have gotten married and had lots of babies and taught them to glorify great spirit. But instead, on that chilly, almost spring morning, we took a drive. We were on our way to some youth rally in D.C., nauseatingly wholesome stuff. I still remember everything about that day. The way Jude's hair blew as one funny-looking entity, long overdue for a haircut. How his arms were bigger than I recalled, his jaw squarer, with a hint of a five o'clock shadow. I remember the moment I realized my best friend had become this handsome man, and I wondered if anyone else had noticed. I remember the way he smiled, the way it lit up the whole car, and I wondered why now, at the age of 16, he seemed so different, despite being entirely the same, and how his differentness and his saneness together created a feeling I couldn't quite articulate. I was wearing a hat of my mother's, one she'd crocheted herself. Jude was teasing me about it, maybe to be flirty in his unpracticed way. It's too small for you. It is not. I have a lot of hair, I insisted. That's what I mean. Look, it's coming off. He grabbed for it, and I shrieked. Stop it. He perched the small hat on top of his big head. See, much better. It is not. You look stupid. I grabbed the hat back but now I couldn't get it to sit correctly on my black curls. I stared at myself in the mirror, trying to readjust. Jude saw I was unhappy and offered, I'm kidding, it looks good. I don't believe you. He leaned over and moved the hat just a fraction of an inch, right back into place. I smiled. See, you're beautiful. He'd said it without thinking, I think. I looked over at him, and he turned back to the road, a little embarrassed. I was used to people telling me I was beautiful, but there was something about the way he said it. And the fact that it was him, it was Jude. I desperately wanted him to say it again. But he kept his focus on the road, quickly adding, for safety, only in that hat. Usually you're disgusting. And then a playful smile. But he couldn't fool me. That word, beautiful, it was out there. But I was too timid to confront him directly, so I kept it light. I never knew you thought I was disgusting. Jude chuckled, going along with my joke. That's what all the guys say in the locker room. Grace Luther, super disgusting. But none of those guys are you. I mean, none of those guys are my best friend. Jude stole a glance over at me. So I'm special. Of course you are, I said. Silence filled the car. I couldn't read his expression. In that moment, I rethought everything. What if his awkwardness around me was just awkwardness? What if he didn't have some big crush? Maybe the feelings I'd imagined him having were merely my own invention, because I'd always had a subconscious crush on him. Had I said too much? Had I just ruined our friendship? I quickly added, Sorry, I didn't mean to. No, he said.
I mean, at some point I wanted to ask you. He paused, trying to find the right words. And in a split second, I imagined a hundred different possible outcomes. But out of that hundred, not a single one came close to what happened next. It took us just that split second to speed around the corner, down a hill, where there was a sedan approaching, straddling both lanes. Jude slammed on the brakes. Honk! I screamed, but that just panicked him more. The sedan swerved, but it all happened so fast and... The collision. Metal everywhere. Glass everywhere. Airbags deployed. I couldn't breathe. Jude's truck skidded for such a long time, I was sure we were headed over the cliff. I screamed and I prayed, the only two weapons I had, as the squeal of our tires deafened me. Please, Great Spirit, protect me.